Hello and welcome to episode. Actually, what episode? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> we have no idea month. what the episode is because it's, it's been, been a, a while. Month. Anyways, I'll, welcome I'll back. Welcome back to the Devocast. We're very. Prepared. Uh, this is a this is a weekly podcast where uh, I guess we come together each week to talk about K-pop and what is current in the K-pop industry. Um, sorry, it's been a while. Um, I've been really busy with school. This is episode one thirty-nine. Work situation. Nate's still here. <laughs> doing Queendom cast with Chikari and Sam. Yep. So we've been trying to keep some stuff out at least, at the very least. So yeah, yeah. This semester has been so busy. So forgive me. Anyways, um, this week we've got we're kind of just like uh, I guess playing catch up. So we'll be. Reviewing a certain album, I'm sure you wanted to hear our thoughts on. Um, we recently went to a certain concert. Uh, certain members from a certain <laughs> disbanded group that Nate particularly enjoys um, debuted again. And then random other shit that we didn't cover. So, yeah. Yep. That's our episode for today. Episode 139. 139 yep. all right so i guess uh without further ado we can uh get into the first topic i guess well, first everyone join discord and subscribe yeah, everyone join and discord like and subscribe and i forgot to say i'm joined by nate who yep drip 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 was my english lyrics all right yeah i've I'm, said I'm so many it. things but yeah, join Discord. Yeah. It's awesome. You can come join us, uh, talk to us. You can hang out with Sam, Jakari, and Baron, and uh, other people you've seen on the podcast, and just talk about K-pop or whatever. And we do fun yep. things like song ratings, or a we are doing a K-pop fantasy league. Um, yes. So it'll be interesting. It's going to be a mess, but since we've never done <laughs> anything like it before. Yep. But Sam will figure it out, because it's her thing, so... Even though Stu came up with the idea and then just kind of let made <laughs> Sam do everything. Yeah. <laughs> but that's right. it. Yep. Now we can go on to the first topic. Now I'm going to the first topic, which is uh, an album review of a very good album, spoiler alert. Uh, Tan's second full length album, Purpose. Yep. It's finally here. It is after so long yeah especially since like uh i think it was last yeah like last year or beginning of this year like we heard so many of uh the songs off the album it was from our last year. tour yeah yeah and we were like where are these songs why aren't they being released and it took like freaking forever so yeah finally here after so long i'm really excited to uh talk about this so Go yes all right, first, we are starting out the record with Here I Am. Um, I really thought this was a great uh, a great track to open the album off with. Like, the simple piano strings and, like, percussion combo uh, for the instrumental was a really nice choice to, like, kind of set the mood and to emphasize what we came here for, which was Tan's, like, beautiful voice that kind of takes you on a epic journey, sort of, sort of speak, with every listen yeah um yeah another thing i'd like to touch on was like i really liked how much uh or how they went with kind of a more quiet and like low-key version of the chorus to take us out of the song i thought that was really nice to mm. sort of 
blow us out. Yeah, for the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the mel- like melancholic nature of this opening, like the beginning with the piano and like her really breathy, like ah, like vocals, um, and it just feels like this is something Tan does a lot, and even on this album, but it, this her songs like really do build to a chorus, and then the chorus is like the very grand, like part of the song with stronger vocals. Uh, this this song brings in a drum beat. Um, yeah. And then I like how the second verse maintained that drum beat. Uh, it was just a little bit more dynamic. Um, so yeah, I thought this was a great way to start the album. Obviously, here yeah. I am is like a great title for the opening song. Opening for track. The album. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, up next, we have the single from the album, which is "Spark" or uh, "Blue Tea" in Korean. Um, I really, really love this song. I think it's probably her strongest title track to date. And I think, yeah, I love Spark. Like, it's really, really good. Um, I think it really gets the job well done to kind of, like, sell you on listening to the rest of the album. Because if you like this, you like everything else. Um, Yeah. I really love the use of guitar and the instrumental, which, like, kind of gets cleared out and filled in with the, like, claps and percussion and the the post-chorus yeah um i also hear like a tambourine which i there, think yeah, is pretty interesting because we don't always hear that sort of thing in k-pop yep. um it's more of a like old school western pop sort of trope that kind of died off and i think it's kind of cool that to hear it in this um yeah but yeah the song is super fun and it really gets you hyped for the rest of the album yep yeah, I really like this song too. I don't, I don't think it's her best. It's not my favorite of her all, uh, like singles. Um, it's probably in the middle for me. Um, but yeah, I really like the guitar and the driving drums. Um, the opening builds that instrumentals until it hits the pre-chorus, um, and then the pre-chorus they drops everything out again to rebuild the chorus, and, like really emphasize the chorus. But yeah, both parts of the chorus are really good. Like the ooze in the first part as well as the clapping in the second part. It's just like really catchy and fun uh, and mm. like dynamic. Um, so it's just, it's something that you can like dance along to and kind of sing along to. And it's just, it's really good. Um, yeah. As for the music video, I love the styling. Um, and I like how we get choreography for the song. Because uh, like we don't always get choreography for Tan singles. Um, and it's pretty catchy choreography. Um, but yeah, she looks amazing. The sets are great. Um, but then I have one very specific thing I need to call out. That's basically the only thing negative thing I'll say on this review. Um, but I hate the green screen parts of this music video. Um, mostly just because I have higher expectations for SM, um, who has the money to have better like editing and effects. But for the most part, my biggest issue is one specific scene where they're, it's where they're like dancing on the like crane. crane. Um, and the problem I have with it is like the background is a sunset, but then the lighting is coming from in front of them to the left and the right. And it's just like super obviously bad lighting. And so it just made the shot look really cheap to me. Um, mm-hmm. Like if they just whoever directed it just had any idea of how lighting worked like could have, the shot would have been fine like it's not like really the green screen problem i have with it's the lighting like it, it was just it 
completely threw me off and really bothered me. But for the most part, I like the music video a lot. Um, and I think all the like actual sets and the outfits and everything are great. Mm. All right. Uh, kind of next we have find me. Um, I think the percussion section in the song is really, really strong and it kind of like marches the song forward as we yep. go through it. Um, once we reach like the pre-chorus, the mix like really fills in with some pianos and whatnot and ends up sounding really like rich and vibrant by the time we get into the actual chorus. Yeah. Um, and as is the case with all our songs, Tan's vocals seriously are a standout. Like, um, yeah, this is like, it's not among my favorites on the album, but it's still like super, super, super strong. Like, uh, if that has any indication on like how much I enjoyed this album. I think, yeah, this was really, really great. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. We both really like it. Hey, on album. Who would have yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like how it instantly catches your attention with the drum fill. Um, and then it just goes into that intense, like Tom based beat. Um, so it's not snares at all. It's all Tom's, um, which yep. is cool. Um, and then all overlaid on like the piano and she is like for this song, she has like less intense vocals, which I think was nice to like contrast that really intense, like Tom beat. Um, but then it really mm -hmm. picks up with the guitar and the pre-chorus and just like, it's that more uplifting sound in the chorus. It's a pretty standard Taeyeon song, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, up next we have love you like crazy. Now this is one of the highlights of the album for me. Like, from the like the vocals to the full and like big sounding instrumental to the you know ad libs that come in and out throughout the chorus, yep. everything about this song is like really really awesome. It's almost like a, it's it's still like through and through a pop song, but it's almost got kind of like a rock, a little bit of a rock tinge to it. I think. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of jazz to it. Yeah, well. jazz, but I think in her like uh, vocal delivery, I think it could. Yeah. I could see it having like a rock version at like a concert, which mm -hmm. speaking of that, we'll mention something like that later in another topic. Um, yeah, this Tan's vocals in this are like, especially like confident, strong sounding in this one. Yeah. I think this is a sound uh, for this song in particular is a sound that I would like Tan to continue to explore in the future. Yeah. So yeah, this gives, this gave me vibes of like stuff we got on something new. It was very similar yeah. to yeah, that I agree. album. And um, I love that mini album. Yeah, it's just like very loungy and like upbeat jazz. Um, like you said, the instrumentals definitely stood out to me. They were the highlight. Um, adding the strings in the second verse were really good. Uh, mm -hmm. And in the second pre-chorus, we got like a much more pronounced bass line. Um, it's just got a really dynamic, like great instrumental arrangement. Um, so that stood out to me a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, up next, we have LOL. Like, so I know a lot. Like, I saw like mixed reviews on this song, but personally, I thought this was also like a big standout on the album for me as well. Um, I really like. I really love the uh, kind of like mysterious sounding like opening and instrumental they use throughout the song. Mm -hmm. I also really love how like huge the chorus comes in with the beat drop. I thought that was awesome. Um, and yeah like i personally i just i think this is one of the strongest songs on the album because i don't know it's it's just not really a vibe that many k-pop artists really play with it's like mm -hmm. almost uh 
got kind of like an alternative feel to it to me. So yeah, yeah, I think it was really nice. So yeah, this is actually my favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot more electronic sounding at the start, not her usual sound, and that drop into like the really echoey vocals yeah. and like just the bass rhythm was really cool. And then it adds like super pronounced and like echoey brass instrumentals. Mm-hmm. It basically becomes the like Korean theme to the next Bond movie. It sounds yeah. exactly That'd like a Bond awesome. a Bond theme uh, at that if, part with the brass. Imagine um, if they had had this as a Bond theme and it was yeah. literally just called LOL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but yeah like that part that part like very much so sounds like straight out of a bond theme um and then it changes intensity levels a bunch and it's all really cool we get like a really sweet guitar solo we get like super jazzy sound after that it's just it's all over the place but it's all over the place in a really good way um and it stood out to me a ton it's definitely my favorite yeah um coming up next is better babe um this is again like a really really great song. I know I know Baron said it's the weak point of the album for him, but I still think the song is really strong in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how uh, like Tan's vocals come out for the chorus in this song. Like they're very like big and pronounced. Yeah. Um, the instrumentals on this one I think are much more simple than those on other tracks, which maybe maybe that's why it doesn't stand out as much for Baron. I can't. Ex- can't speak for him. You can go on Discord and ask him yourself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that does a really good job of like emphasizing Tan's vocals in this case. There's lots of uses of silence in that regards to the or in regards to the instrumental, and I think it works really well. Yeah, yeah, I love the build of the chorus. Um, I like how it starts out with like people talking and a ton of background noise uh, and she like starts very quietly like you hear a band yeah. like getting ready to go on and stuff so it like really adds to the atmosphere in the song and like yeah she starts off quietly and then the like the crowd talking like slowly tapers off so like that was just like kind of cool idea of like making it sound like a, she was performing live to just like a in in like a lounge or whatever people weren't really paying attention until mm-hmm. the song progresses and people start noticing her um and then yeah she just kind of explodes for the chorus and it is repetitive but i think it's engaging um yeah and i love the guitar solo during the bridge um is a really cool yeah. guitar solo um yeah i think i don't like I, could, I would say, or I could see it being, like, one of the, like, low points of the album, but that's, like, there aren't very many, like, low is relative. relative like sitting at 10, and then it dips to it 9 dips, a little bit and goes back it up. It dips to, like, a 9.9. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, low point doesn't really mean much, but it... Yeah. I, it is, like, it is very Taeon, like, it's not anything new, mm-hmm. um, I would say, um. So I could see that, but I like it still mm. a lot. Yep. All right. Next is Wine. Um, this is easily my favorite song on the album. I really, really, really love this one. Um, I think the piano-led instrumentals on top of the like just uh, intensity and sincerity that you can really feel in Tan's voice, mm-hmm. it really, really sells it to me. Um, I forget who said it originally. Uh, it's some Korean producer, I think, but like tan sings like she's telling a story and this song really hits that mark so well 
Yeah. Um, you can really like hear it in her voice. Like uh, the chorus of this song even like kind of lingers in my head, in my mind. Like even days between like listens of the album. Yeah. Like it just, yeah, it just hits me. Um, the high notes in the bridge were really awesome as well. Like I thought this was a perfect track on a really really amazing album. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, this is my second favorite song. Um, it's slower, but it's got that very uplifting, inspirational sound. It's the song reminds me a lot of time lapse. It's very similar mm-hmm. to time lapse. Yeah. Um, it really showcases her vocals. It's got a similar feel. Um, I, and I love all at the end of the song all the layered vocals that they do with all the different parts, like her doing a bunch of different parts all at once. Um, yeah. I love when, when solo artists do that. Um, so yeah, this is definitely up there. Probably my second favorite. Yep. All right. So coming up next, we have Do You Love Me? Um, This is kind of like a palate cleanser of the album to kind of like bring us back to down to earth, I guess, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. After wine sort of like launches you into the air, I suppose. Um, It's much more like low intensity and delicate sounding than the rest of the songs in the album. But I think that's nice. Mm. Um, Tan's singing is really nice and smooth and sweet. Uh, the string section and the instrumentals I thought were a really nice touch as well and really go well with the piano. Yeah. Yeah. This is like more of a like jazzy ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like the mix of the jazz sound and the strings and the piano, um, and then her like layered vocals and her softer tone it actually is, is a really Christmassy vibe to it. Yeah, like I, I could agree. easily hear the song being played in like a mall during December. Like if 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 this was, yeah. you could definitely put this on a Christmas album. Um, yeah, when I first when I first heard this, I thought it uh, it actually reminded me of uh, Mama Moo's song "Memory." Yeah, which is actually I think is a Christmas song. But, yeah, it might be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, that's not a bad thing. Um, I, it's definitely Tan something Tan does really well. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, we have City Love. Um, yes, as the name implies, it's awesome, like city pop inspired inspired track, mm-hmm. and I think it fits right in on the album. Um, which I guess her doing this sort of song isn't too big of a surprise, considering she did uh, a train to Chunchun like earlier this earlier this year. Yeah. Um, the bass line in the background is really awesome, as well as the guitars as well. Uh, I think the twinkly, literally like twinkly, uh, instrumental parts work really well. Also, yeah, the bu- or the chimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the bridge on this song is really satisfying when it kind of just gets stripped down to just her voice plus the piano backing. Yeah, yeah I, I really really enjoyed this song as well. Yep, this is yeah another upbeat like jazzy Taeyeon song. I this one was another one to me that like probably stood out one, some of the least on the album. Like I said, that doesn't really mean much, but this is like a very standard Taeyeon sound. Um, and like kind of what you'd expect from her um, didn't stand out too much, but I did really like the fun guitar line throughout. Um, yeah. That was probably my one like major comment on it. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, up next is Gravity. Um, this is probably the song I listened to the teaser for, uh, for the most prior yeah. to the uh like album's release yeah um it's a very like adele style like power ballad and i think that 
still like feels right at home in Tan's wheelhouse. Yep. In fact, Tan likes to cover Adele uh, like pretty often. So Not really. Well, like yeah, like she like for example, she uh she posted some videos on her Instagram, I think also on YouTube of just her like singing out of Norebang. Uh like she oh, really? sang a bunch okay. of Adele songs, yeah. Um yeah, the vocals on this are the real MVP. Like for real, it's so so good. Like, um, she does a fabulous job of like conveying emotions with her like pristine vocals. I love, 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 love this song. And uh, like the when the bass comes in as well, like just it kind of just drops on you. And I think it really fits with the uh, the title of the song, Gravity. It kind of like just sucks you down. Yeah. So great song. Yeah. Yeah, this was def- this was one of the songs we've heard before um, from her concert or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just a she just kills it with her vocals. It's a ballady, just amazing track. I there honestly isn't too much to say about it. It's just it's Tayon mm-hmm. just doing an insanely good vocal showcase song. Um, yes. So I think it's a good way to end the album. Yep. All right. So I guess with that we can go on to uh, ratings. Uh, so for me, I I literally just gave it a ten out of ten. Like I think this is the best yeah. album of twenty nineteen so far. Like for me at least. Like this is easily my album of the year so far. So we have we have uh, another like two months or so, I guess. So well, we don't count f- December, so we only have one really. Oh, so we yeah we 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 have a little bit left. Uh, we'll see if anything can top that. But this would be this would be my vote. I yeah. really, really enjoy this album a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so and Andrew did give us review, um, yes. or just score. Uh, he basically he gave the single two point five out of three point five, uh, but he gave the full, the rest of the album three point five out of three point five. So he gave mm-hmm. the he got, gave the music a uh, six out of seven, and then he gave okay. the concept a three out of three for a nine out of ten. He said his favorite song awesome. is "Do You Love Me." Hmm. Um, and I, well, I was going to give it a 9.5 because of the music video. Uh, I'll, I'm just going to give it and give it a 10 because <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I technically, if I was being truthful to our rating system, it would be a 9.5, but the music's a 10 out of 10 and I just want to give it a 10 out of 10. So I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Oh Yeah. Um, so so I think that's an average of like a nine point six six. It something. is so yeah, rounds up to <laughs> uh, to uh, or no, it would round down to a nine point five since we do point five now. Yeah. Um, but still, get a seal approval and everything. Truly, Dave. Yep. Surprise, surprise! The first album we come back with, where it's Jacob and Nate review something, it gets tens. Yep. Who would have thought? <laughs> yep. All right, so I guess from there we can go on to our next topic. Yes, topic two. All right, yep. So uh, on Monday, I guess actually technically now it's last week. On Monday last week, yes. Um, I drove to four hours to Toronto. Nate drove how many? Three. Just three hours, yeah. Yeah, Nate drove three hours, and we met up with Stu from our Discord, and we went to see Tiffany. Yep. In concert, in the flesh. The second time I've seen her in Toronto this year. 
first time for me. Yes. So yeah, we're just gonna talk about that. I mean, Jacob probably talked the most since for me it was the second second time where he yeah he got the full giant thing. So yes, it was amazing. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, um, I can start from the beginning. Um, so actually, I guess I can start out my my day. Like I basically that day I woke up at like six a.m and worked on my networks project until like 10 which was like right before i was about to leave didn't finish that i said fuck this turned it in i'm going to see tiffany now <laughs> seems well right and then i went took a shower put my clothes on got in my car and drove to for four hours to toronto um pulled up to the hotel parked my car and then we basically like just got an uber went to the uh the venue, which was the Danforth Music Hall, that's what it was called, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we kind of just stood out there, um, waited for Stu to show up. Um, once we met up with him, we went to a bar, which was like right next door to it. Um, yeah, I don't got, what it was called. Got dinner or lunch or whatever the hell it was. Um, Between. Donch. It was basically <laughs> dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was nice. It was kind of a cool bar, actually. It was, like, pretty nice. I like the yeah. atmosphere in there. Um, extremely expensive, though. We, we did yeah, not it was, like, that. a fancy, <laughs> fancy bar. Yeah. It was, which is um, BS, because I looked at Google, and it marked it as two, like, $2 signs, which is, like, a normal restaurant, usually. Like, yeah. it goes to four, and I would have marked that as, like, a three for a bar, at three. least. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I paid, like, I don't know like 13 bucks or something for a salad <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it was yeah i think my burger was like 25 dollars or something yeah it was something like that it was good though um granted was this really was weird. canadian so really it was like two dollars for a salad and like three dollars <laughs> for a burger but <laughs> worthless canadian money yes <laughs> all right so yeah after that we uh we went back to wait in line uh we waited for the box office to open uh once that was once that happened we got tickets finally got in line and then we basically waited for um my vip stuff to be ready yep and then um, you left us yeah it was kind of weird like we were waiting in line together and they came like down the line asking for vip tickets and then gave us wristbands and then after that at a certain time i had to get out of line go all the way to the front to a different line yeah to a different line yeah, yep. I I, th- I think it makes sense why they do it because that way, uh, people who don't have VIP showed up early still do like have their line. Yeah, yeah. yeah and plus, like forming two lines, help. you start blocking more of the sidewalk. And, yeah, like, yeah. It's just exactly. Like, yeah. Yep. So, anyways, I got out of line, went to the VIP line. Um, after that, they like kind of took us inside, um, checked bags and stuff, and. Uh, then we actually went down like next to the stage like that's where we started lining up for the uh like photo stuff mm-hmm. um so basically i got in line i was just talking to people in line and ended up taking pictures with them um and uh yeah one girl actually like recognized my uh my sungyukwan university jacket like she's like oh oh did you study there and i was like yeah i studied abroad there and she said her her friend went there and she knew about the campus and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Nice. 
Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, kind of waited in line for like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes probably uh, to take a picture with Tiffany. And once we got in there, that's when I was like, oh shit, she's literally right there. <laughs> it was so, it was like really crazy. Um, also, she was like literally like this tall. <laughs> like, yeah, she's pretty um, short. Yeah, she's like to my, she was like to my shoulders. It was really like I knew how tall she was, but it was like still like really surprising in person, I guess, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, every like everyone and everyone kept saying that. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, she's so tiny. <laughs> Cause like I don't know when you see like SNSD on stage, they like seem so like giant. Yeah, I don't know. It's well, like they just seem like normal height because relative to each other, they're all pretty similar. Well, for like... me, I don't know. For me, it's not even normal height. They Plus, they have, like, heels huge. and stuff. They just seem huge. Like, no. uh, well, not, like, like... As in, not as in, like, size, but they seem huge. Like, their presence I... is, like, imposing. Well, yeah, obviously. They have stage presence. But I think part of it was you were 12 when you started listening to them, and they're 10 yeah. years older than you. So they were, yeah. like, you were probably, like, five feet tall when you started listening to <laughs> You know, that's maybe that might so be because I was I like, know, to me, they never like I I knew they were all short. Like, I've never pictured them know. as not yeah, short I guess because it's, it's part of the fact that I did grow up literally like. <laughs> yeah, like you were a child music. when you started listening to them. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, that was really crazy. So we got to take pictures um, for the first picture. They were like, uh, yeah, like do this pose for like magnetic moon. You got to like put like a moon next year like i or whatever i don't know what that actually means I, but I don't, whatever. it was kind of cool and then we did like the Big the hearts heart. thing yeah yeah um so that was cool and uh so after the picture like tiffany was like really really nice and so, she like talked okay. to everyone for a few seconds and yeah. then also like just gave everybody a hug which yeah. was so cool <laughs> so was this actually was this just on stage or was it like no, a, it wasn't on stage. It was in like a. You bathroom. just lined up, but like in front of the stage or whatever. So the state, uh, so, you know the the door you came in to yeah, yeah. like enter the the venue yeah like on the other side of that like we went around and like back oh, in that okay. direction that we okay, came okay. in and there was another room back there yeah okay. it was back it was back so that's behind there similar to what happened for our state when yeah. I did it. Yeah, so it was not on stage. It was like, like back. Yeah, there was like a side yeah. room or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was really, uh, it was really cool. Like, so yeah, she basically like, uh, you know, talked to everyone for a little bit and then for a few mm -hmm. seconds and, yeah, gave everybody hugs, which is really awesome because like, most artists like, I don't know, I feel like they try to avoid touching people because it's kind of yeah, weird. Well, but she it... was like, just she was just really nice and like. Literally, like, it's not even, like, uh, the fans doing it first. It was, like, her. No, yeah, she initiated it. So she initiates yeah. the hug. Um, yeah, yeah, well, I think that's more of just, like, American culture is, like, less. Because Korean culture is more conservative. So, like, like yeah, skinship I, I is, like, like, in, I feel well, like, like hugs and stuff. In general, though, I feel like, you yeah, know. I, it depends on the artist, I guess. Yeah. But, I don't know. But either way, she's really, really, really nice. So. Like, I could yeah. see, like, Taylor Swift hugging people that are yeah probably like, it's guess, just like the, yeah. the artist personality 
Like, mm. ro- obviously, like, rock bands aren't, but, like, I don't know, I feel like most, yeah, like, yeah. female pop stars, American pop yeah, stars, probably do hug their fans. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in Korea, obviously, like, hugging is a lot more, like, of a, like, I don't know. Romantic thing? Uh, not not even romantic, but just, like, you have to be familiar with Brit. You, you yeah, don't but hug random people. You just, like, as far as I know, yeah. like, you don't even touch other people unless uh well no yeah you get like like, it's literally high oh yeah 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 Yeah. so that's why it doesn't happen for k-pop usually yeah so yeah that was really really awesome so after that um they gave us a uh like on the way out they gave us a signed poster which we had to like hold through the entire concert which kind of sucks but i i get there's probably no really good other way to yeah do it only thing i wish was if we got like a tube or something to keep it in yeah but that's expensive but whatever yeah exactly um actually i have mine right here one second i'll just unwrap that one talking um so yeah basically we got these posters which i'll show on camera sorry audio listeners but yeah signed so Good awesome one. i'm i'm actually going to buy a poster frame for mine is yours like a little bit too big the frame yeah it is i it's a frame i had already but yeah. then i well the other thing is i put the like because we got this they, nobody did it for this tour but i put my like fan the like slogan under oh, it. apparently in washington dc they they did one um yeah and it like literally made her cry <laughs> yeah so that's why said, i oh god it, it said uh you're the flower to our pain and oh okay yeah she Aww. so yeah that's the other reason why i got a bigger one so i could put that and i also have the wristband under it so like, yeah i have the pink I have my wristband, wristband and then my wristband slogan right here and then, post and then i have the tickets in my jacket so i gotta take that out yeah but yeah. Anyways, after that we got our poster, and then we basically went down and stood by the stage waiting for the the thing to start. Um, mm-hmm. Like I was close enough that I was on like like you know how on the gate there's just the gate, and then there's the metal plate that like weighs it down. Yeah. Like I was literally standing on the metal plate, so I was really really close. Like I guess yep. second row. I wasn't quite barricade, but yeah. Uh, funny enough, like you and Stu, like <laughs> were not that. Far yeah. So meanwhile, me. all this time, Stu and I were just waiting in line outside. It started raining a little bit, which sucked. Um, but then yeah, like so we just get in and like we were like, I mean we weren't like one one layer of people behind me. I'd say. Yeah. So two. like we were probably like fifty people back in the line. Um, so like yeah. we weren't super far back in the line, but this wasn't a huge concert. There were probably only like two hundred, three hundred people there. Um. I don't know. So I looked we, back and there was a lot of people. I think yeah, most people like, showed up pretty late, though. I don't know. I I'd say at most there were five hundred people. Like it's not it's not a yeah. ginormous concert. Like it, it's a pretty small hall, and it was like maybe like two thirds filled. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so we were like fifty people. But then like, so yeah, Jacob's group, all the VIP people were already up there, like against the barrier. But then like most of the people that were in front of us went to the merch line. So we just like went into the hall, and we were basically like right behind all the vip people <laughs> like I, yeah. I i literally like could touch jacob i was like yeah. just there was a one layer of people between us um, yeah so yeah it's actually interesting because my for the concert i went to there wasn't a barrier so we were like actually leaning up against the stage 
Um, mm-hmm. So I wonder, I don't know, it's just different policies, I guess, with the two different yeah. music halls. Um, but it was a small barrier. Like, the barrier wasn't very far from the it, stage. It was, like, three feet was, from the stage, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't super, uh, it wasn't super far away. But yeah, anyways, um, see, I was close enough that, like, yeah, you could literally, like, just see, like, every feature, like... Yep. Like she's standing right in front of you, which is really, really awesome and crazy. Um, so yeah, we're basically just waiting there. They're playing like random, like Drake songs for whatever reason the entire time. Yeah, it's um, Toronto. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is Toronto. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, basically, then it the uh, the lights went out, the moon lit up. Uh, so she has like this huge moon on the stage like it looked like it was suspended or something but it was actually held up by like two metal rods like from the floor it was yeah yeah um and it like glowed which is really cool um yeah really really cool stage piece i really actually thought that was awesome you can find a lot of pictures of it online um and uh then the guitarist and the drummer started like playing music and it, it felt like forever i think it's just because of how much suspense there was yeah like i looked at the video of it and it was actually only like a little over a minute but it felt like forever yeah um and then she finally came out she was wearing um like this like huge like white hat and uh not like a it's kind of like a blazer i guess white blazer and then like cropped up in white like jeans and stuff she had like an all white yeah basically um yeah she looked really really good and her uh her dancers outfits were kind of cool too they were like 70s almost yeah it was was like a one piece um (laughs) that yeah had like bell-bottom pants basically yeah it was really interesting but um yeah they first came out and they did uh run for your life which I pretty much expected to be the opening song, I think, mm-hmm. since it's her newest one. And also, yeah. It's, yeah, it just gets you hype right in the beginning. Um, I thought that was really awesome. Uh, yeah, actually, shout out to the live band that she has she has with her. Like, they're really, really good. Yeah. Um, like, every every song, like, felt like it was, like, a rock version, which is amazing. Because um, yep. you got, like, electric guitar and drums and... Uh, yeah, I, I want a live album. I would listen to that. I'd listen to the hell out of that. If we got a like magnetic magnetic moon tour live album or something. Yeah. It won't happen, but yeah, no. it, it was the same as her last tour. I, I highly recommend people go see her live. Like even if you're not a huge fan of her No, just like, go. Like it's the music. It's, it's so good. Cause like, yeah, it's not you you don't have to worry about like the weird distorted vocals if you don't like that. You don't have to worry about like all the electronic it's like focus stuff it's just yeah it's all it's all live it's mostly guitar and drums like yeah it's it's very it's completely different arrangements yeah i i feel like her, her concerts are also very like they feel very like personal i guess oh yeah definitely like they're she, very big she talks to people she interacts yep. with the audience she has again like this huge like stage presence considering she has like over a decade's worth of experience Yep. She like honestly, I feel like going to her concert is like one of the best K-pop concerts you'll ever see, in my opinion, at least. Um, like you're really seeing like a true like artist and like veteran, I guess, like perform. 
you know? Yep. Um, yeah, like, honestly, I feel like this is the best K-pop concert I've ever been to, in my opinion, at least. Like, uh, the only one that really competes with it was Hyoko, but that's because it's, like, the for with them, it was, like, this huge, like, imposing uh, force of just having a rock band on stage. I feel yeah. like that's kind of unmatchable uh, from, uh, I guess, a pop context. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that was... Yeah, Tiffany's concert was amazing. I, I really, really recommend anyone go. Um, huge standout was Yellow Light. Yep. Like, that's a song that most people don't really remember quite as much from her uh, I Just Want to Dance EP. Yep. But, like, they did a rock version of that, and oh, my God. Like, I saw a fan chant, uh, not fan chant, fan cam uh on twitter like a few days before and i was like oh my god i can't wait to hear this and it definitely lived up to my hype like i never thought i'd be standing in a crowd headbanging to yellow light by Tiffany. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but it, what here there i was like it was really really good yep yeah that was definitely a standout for me too like it was like it was a full-on just like hard rock version of it and it was so good um, and then I just want to dance always gets me. I love that song so much. So yep. it's awesome to see it live both times. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, like Tiffany was, is probably the best performer I've ever watched. That's for sure. Like that's easily uh, easy. Like she has so much energy and like I said, stage presence and, uh, like people shit on her vocals, but honestly, like, I, I think like her vocals were like huge selling point for me in this concert. Yeah. Like they they sounded really really great like like even if it's not like super clean and everything I feel like that just gave it a uh, texture I guess if that makes sense yeah um like it doesn't sound exactly like the recording which I thought was a huge positive in this case yeah like I mean, it gave it so much so. more character and emotion and uh, um energy i guess particularly like in songs like heartbreak hotel for example like the high yeah. notes she was doing and that was so good um on uh like she did the flower like she did the like she like talked about like sort of what her intentions behind the song were before she started that and that also gave it like another like more i guess context i guess in relation to like uh I guess how you're supposed to feel about the song. I, I don't know. It's yeah. That that whole concert was really, really just amazing for me. I guess being yeah. a, uh, I don't know what the word is. I don't know. Being like an SNSD fan for like almost half my life, it it was really, really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it it matched my. <coughs> <clears throat> it matched my experience from the first, um, from the it last. Exceeded my expectations. <laughs> um, well, no, it matched my experience from my last. Yeah, concert, yeah. Which was, yeah, I had going in. I, I don't, I don't want to say I had low expectations, but like, it just was not what I expected. Um, because yeah, I did not both like going in the first time. I didn't expect a live band, um, mm-hmm. and so I that like really surprised me and really made the concert way better than I thought it was going to be. And I thought it was going to be good. Um, but I just thought it was going to be like standard pop concert where mm. like she's just singing along to a backing track of the, 
the normal song. Um, I didn't expect all these crazy, uh, different, like, like rock based and like just acoustic and just more like interesting sounding. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say interesting yeah. cause that makes the like originals sound bad and I like all the originals, but, um, yeah. different sounding songs. Um, yeah, a this... lot more, uh, energy, like in the context of yeah, uh, yeah, live exactly. performance. And I feel yeah. like she really, really benefits from it. So, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I think everyone should go regardless of if you like her, like, obviously if you just like completely dislike her and everything about her, then don't go. But like, even if you don't like her music, like American music, because you don't like the like poppy manufacturedness of it like the very like synthesized like vocal like stuff they do distortions and stuff like just go it's so much it's so different um it's very live it's all live it's acoustic it's live vocals like no no weird effects or anything it's just it's so much better like jacob said if there was a live version i think i I would like all the live versions better than all the studio versions for the most part yeah i feel like for me it's just because i I get to feel more of her, like her personality, her, yeah. um, yeah, just in general, it's, it's, I, I'd recommend this concert to anyone. Like, even if you're not even a K-pop fan or whatever, I'd probably bring them like, yeah, for real. It's, it was a really, really amazing concert. Um, even the, the cover she did as well, like she did uh wrecking ball by Miley Cyrus, which is really cool. Yep. Um, one thing that was really interesting, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Nate, but, um, somebody posted a fan cam, uh, from early on in the tour of, of, uh, Tiffany singing Wrecking Ball and Miley Cyrus yeah. actually retweeted it. Yeah. I saw you posted that on discord. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, I want the crossover. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, honestly, that would be really, I would, I would totally be down for something like that. I wish that would happen. Like Tiffany and Miley Cyrus uh, collaborating, that'd be really cool. It'll probably never happen, but I would love that because while I'm not like explicitly a fan of uh, Miley Cyrus's music, she can sing like for real. Like uh, recently, I saw her do a cover of uh, "Say Hello to Heaven" by um, Temple of the Dog, which is like a grunge a grunge song I really like. And oh my god, that was awesome! Um, sorry for the tangent, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, Wrecking Ball. She did. Uh, what was, what was that? It was like a old like R and B song. I forget what it's called. Uh, was the American ones? I don't know. Yeah, you can't ask yeah. me or, or like Western pop songs. I have no idea. All right. If anybody knows what I'm talking about and was there or something, yeah, just. Um, then she also did uh, like Ong Jungwa. Yeah, she did Summer. Invitation by Um Jung Wa, which was really surprising. I didn't hear expect to hear that. She did a Boa song. Um I can't remember the name of. So yeah, that was cool to hear. And then she did Run yeah, Devil. That was really cool. Oh my god, yes. Dude, Run Devil Run, I was also really, really hyped for seeing uh like fan cams and stuff. I kinda wish I had gone in like not knowing anything because that would have been amazing. Yeah. Um especially to just hear like Yeah just hear run devil run star and i i would have like freaked <laughs> i would have like literally freaked out yeah. um yeah that was that was really really awesome uh but yeah like this whole concert was amazing i i kind of wish i could um i wish i could like record things with my brain and just like 
<laughs> put myself in the state again and just experience it again whenever I want because I would do that often. <sighs> but yeah, it's probably the best concert experience I've ever had. I'll put it that way, I guess, overall. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd, I'd recommend anyone go to Tiffany's concert and uh, I'll be going every chance I get legitimately yep okay yep we'll move on to topic three topic three topic three is the return the return (laughs) of a group i thought was dead and so if you didn't know pristine v is back and (laughs) it's all i could have ever wanted because basically kind of (laughs) that's fine um (laughs) So yeah, basically, pristine disbanded. Three out of the five. It's three out of the five plus one that I thought should have been it. Plus, we'll get there. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, earlier this year, pristine disbanded. If you didn't know that, uh, they're a group from Plet, they're a Pletus girl group that was doing really well, and then just kind of they just stopped doing anything with them, and they died, and no one really knows why. Well, except for them. Um, Still don't know why. Basically. Uh, yeah, they had a subunit, Pristine V, which created one of my top 10 K-pop songs of all time, Get It, um, which is an utterly amazing song. If you don't know that, go listen to it. But yeah, so basically they disbanded earlier this year, and there were like a month or so later, there were some rumors that like they were going to, some of the members, including, it was basically like most of Pristine V, except for Kyo, so Kyokong stayed with Pletus. But it was basically a rumor that the people that left Pledis signed with a new company and were going to re-debut. Um, so that, that gave hope, but then that didn't, basically got denied because Nayoung went to a different company and like started doing acting and stuff. Um, so she basically like denied that. Um, well, it turns out it was actually kind of partially true. So Unwu... Uh, Reyna, now known as Yabin, which so basically it's really annoying because they all went back to using their real names. My real um, Korean names, yeah. Which for me was super obnoxious because I knew all of them from Produce 101 where they used their Korean names. Then they just they debuted in Pristine and Pletus was like, no, you're gonna like use stage names. And I was like, God damn it, now I have to get used to all these new stage names and relearn their names. And now after I relearned their names and I'm used to their stage names, they go back to their Korean names. So I had to like flip that switch again and go back. But yeah, so basically Unwu, luckily she always used her name, um, from Pristine V, Reina or Yebin, Yebin is her real name. Um, from Pristine V and Min Kyung, uh, who went by Roa and Pristine, um, joined a company Min-Kyung. along with Yua, who is Kyungwon. Um, she, they, all those four basically joined a new company. It's a brand new company that like, this is their first group. Um, I wonder if they like followed a producer or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not really sure how like how it all worked out, but yeah, so basically there's a brand new company. I don't even remember the name because it was weird because they had a name and then they changed their name like right after they debuted or like right before they debuted because they oh. had like a weird Korean name and then then I think they realized that was a bad idea because they're gonna have international fans and so they changed it to just some acronym. So it's like OSR Entertainment or something like that. I, that's probably wrong. 
Um, okay. But I can't remember what their the company's name is anymore. But so they they we got teasers like a few three three weeks ago, and I freaked out because basically Pristine V is back. Because Pristine V was three of them plus Kyung, uh, Kyung and Nayoung, which were the two members of IOI that made it to to uh, that were from Pledis. Yep. Um, like I said, Kyokung went to sort of stayed with Pledis, and Nayoung went like basically just does acting and modeling now. Uh, she's not yep. really doing music. Um, but the other three joined this company. They added Yua, who if you go back to my original when we reviewed Pristine V. I probably said it on at some point during this podcast. I've said it that Yua should have been in Pristine V. Um, yeah. She was like the other member of Pristine that I thought would have fit that like girl crush, like R and B, just like powerful style. Um, she looks so, way more adult. Like, well, that's because she doesn't have like the short blonde bleach blonde <laughs> yeah. hair. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and then they added, so there's a new girl named Bada, um, mm. who's a little younger than her. She just did, like, a trainee. Right? Um, but yeah, so they re-debuted in a new group called Hina Pia, um, which is Whatever that means. a ridiculous name. But, like, like I was saying in Discord, everyone was complaining about it. And then I was like, just think about all the K-pop names that you've gotten used to and don't sound weird anymore. Eyes One. Yeah. Gugudan, Wikimiki, like all these names yeah. are dumb and they sounded dumb when you first heard them and then you just get used to them and you don't care anymore. Yeah. So like that's exactly what'll happen with Hina Pia. Um So yeah, they started putting out teaser photos. I thought they looked good and well, to be honest, most of them weren't that great. And like this company doesn't have a ton of money, it's pretty clear. This is gonna be a low budget. Um Yeah. But the Girls looked good. The teasers weren't great. Um, yeah, the lighting in the teasers. Yeah, the lighting was, was bad. And like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty clear they were doing like a girl crush style, like sticking to that pristine V style, which I was really yep. happy with. Um, and then there was such a weird release schedule with this. So basically a live stage came out a week before the song came out. Um, for some reason, Show Champion put up a performance of theirs. Um, okay. Even though the music video didn't come out for a week after, and like the actual weird. release, um, but yeah, so we got it. Basically, got the performance of it, and it was everything I'd ever wanted. Um. So yeah, they it's another like girl crush song. It like similar to get it. I think it's super catchy. It, like it pulls you in instantly because they started with like a Yabin rap. Um. And, like, just all throughout the song, like, I think Jakari put it best is, like, they they have stage presence. Like, it's so yeah. clear watching the live stage that, like, they know what they're doing. Like, they have yeah. the experience. They have the stage presence. They know um, how to do this type of song. I don't know what um, the the line distribution was like, but it seemed like Yabin was, like, definitely had the most in the song. Um, At least for me, it seems like she was stood out the most, maybe. Yeah. That's why, but... Yeah, she. I think she definitely stands out the most. I mean, I'm biased because she's my bias, but mm. like, I think for the most part the distribution's pretty good. Bada got completely screwed, but that's mm. kind of like understandable because she's the new one and like she's not, she doesn't have the experience they do. Get stuck in a group um, with people who already have fans. Yeah, yeah. I I feel a little bad for you, her because like, I mean, on one hand, she like 
yeah, I feel bad for her. She's like gonna be the least popular member of the group from the start. Like, or like she has to she has to do a lot more work to like earn her fans. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, she gets to be in a group that's gonna have a an established fan base from the start. Like she, it's not like she's joining a random group that has to fight up from the from nothing. Um, yeah. At least this group will have some fans uh, and do okay just from the start so like there's a there's upside and downside for her uh but i think she actually like really surprised me on live stages she doesn't have very many lines but she 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 does a really good job with the choreography she like i think she does a good job matching their stage presence it's clear she's not as like as fully like she doesn't have the like complete set of skills they do but like i think she does a good job matching them yeah um yeah, I love the song. Stage per like, the music video is whatever. It's cheap. Like it's, they had to cut out a scene of Roa eating some toast with butter on it, which is hilarious to me, um, because <laughs> like, it was deemed unfit for broadcast. Um, okay. Well, it's basically she's just eating like super sexually and getting the butter all over her lips. So like it's. I, I see. But okay. like. It's just funny yeah. to me because there's a part of the choreography where Yabin sticks her ass out and she's always has short skirts on. And in the <laughs> first performance, the camera came from like a low angle. So it was like super clear what they were doing. And I was like, how is eating butter toast kind of messily more lewd or like more like deemed unfit for broadcast than this like upskirt shot basically? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, as the music videos or whatever, but their stage presence kills it. The choreography is really good. The song's really catchy. It's basically everything I could have hoped for. Yeah. So what do you think of it, Jacob? Um, so for me, talking. I've listened to it a couple times. Uh, I think it's good. Um, I'm probably not as mind blown about it as you, but... Uh, yeah, well, you didn't have the attachment. The yeah, group, overall, but... I thought it was good. I, I didn't get. I didn't have my mind blown, but I'm glad to see them back. And did you watch the live performances at all, or? Uh, no, I just watched the music video like two okay. or three times. Yeah, you you, um, you should definitely at least watch one one of their stage like. Okay. Let's watch the live performance at least once. Yeah, they all look really really good in the music video. Um, like, uh, I think Young One looks really good. Um, like I said, <laughs> she like I I don't even recognize her. <laughs> yeah. Like, she looks like a completely different person with the long black hair. Yeah, the only reason um, I recognize her is because she didn't have the short blonde hair in Brutus 101, so, like... Okay. Yeah. Like, she looks, uh... Like, a, she looks much older than the other members, I think. Is she yeah. older? <clears throat> no, they're... She's about... They're they're all, like, within a year of each other. Except for okay. Wait, what year? What year are they born? Uh, like, 2006, 97? No, 90... Yeah, I think 97, 98 okay so they're like my age all right that's that's kind of intimidating actually but anyways <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah i think they all looked really good i think the i think overall this um in my mind was a success um i noticed they don't have a ton of views on the music video yet but well I think so once, what are they at like um, half a million less than half a million okay because we it was at like 400,000 when it got re-wiped and they did the re-edit. So we lost oh. like so we should okay, be at so about a million. Like a million. It would be at a million. Okay. Um yeah, I think and that, I think that was like 400,000 in like 12 hours. 
Yeah. The first one. I, I think. I think basically I just need to see more from them before I. Yeah, this is the first song. In, I guess we didn't get yeah. an album. It's just a single, digital single. Like, mm. but I, yeah. But I, I think I'm excited if they if they keep this concept. I think they'll have good chances of standing out because we don't have a lot of groups that do this kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we kind of do. Like there but... are there are edgy girl groups, but not with yeah, this, like, sort not of music. this type of sound. I, yeah, not like yeah. the throwback R and B. Like yeah, it that's like the song for me stands out because it uses so many vocal effects, which I usually hate, but it uses mm-hmm. them are really like good ones that fit the song and use them really good ways. Like I really like the like walkie talkie sound, like where it sounds like they're talking over a speaker. Um, cause it's yeah. like, it's not super like abrasive. Um, mm-hmm. it's just, it's something subtle, but it like fits the song. Um, and like, there's just some like good sound effects that they use or like vocal, um, effects they use that I think fit it really well, which is something I usually hate and something yeah. like gr- most girl groups doing this type of song just overuse the hell out of autotune and they mm-hmm. didn't. And like their yeah. their vocals are so good. Like Unwu is such a good singer. Like this is yeah. just a really well rounded group. Yeah. Um Like they're a very highly skilled group. So like mm. that's why I like th- it. I was so sad that like Pristine disappeared because they they have members. There's still like no excuse. That should not yeah, happen. Their all. members are <laughs> so talented. They all pr- they produced all their music, um, or yeah. like had a hand in producing all of their music. Like. They're just they were such a good, well rounded group and Pledis just Yeah just completely ruined out. everything. Um so I'm just happy that some of them are back. Even yep. if and even if there aren't any members of IOI in this group, it is still an IOI branch group to me because it is a branch of a branch. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> it is. It's a branch of Pristine. And it's Pristine a, is a, it's part of the tree. It's part of the IOI tree. IOI leaf group. Yeah, basically. Um, In the directed graph of IOI. So you will see them nominated for best IOI branch of the branch group of the year. I will make sure of that. All right. Okay. Want to get into topic four? Yep. I'll let you lead up. Yeah, yeah. I got got my list. Um, So topic four, we're basically just going to, yeah, quick shot a bunch of news. Um of like things that happened in the past month since we haven't had any podcasts. We haven't been able to talk about any of this stuff basically. Um, so there's like some comebacks we're going to talk about. There's a lot of members leaving, which was, this was a really bad month. Um, and then, um, some, some people coming back. Uh, so first thing I want to start off, uh, is a really somber thing and I don't want to get into it, but, um, we never actually talked to it and I kind of had a statement prepared that I wanted to say really quick. Um, so if you didn't know, um, or you basically Sully from FX, uh, passed away or like a month or so ago, um, she committed suicide, um, and she always struggled with mental health issues. I don't really want to get into it because one, I don't want to like reopen the wounds that people are slowly healing. Um, and two, we've had this conversation before. Um, if you want to hear our thoughts on these conversations, um, go listen to our episode, um, about, um, we did it, we did it for Jonghyun and then I think we might have also done one for top. Um, so remember top like earlier or like last year attempted. Um, so we've talked about this before. Our thoughts are, 
going to be the same. So go listen to those. But basically, I just want to say, one, if you're uh, going through rough times, if you're depressed, if you're thinking about suicide, go talk to people. Um, yeah. There are suicide hotlines if you don't feel comfortable talking to anyone you actually know. But talk to people you know. Talk to a therapist. Just get help. Um, yeah. Like, you, it's, it's not a healthy thing. But it's not, it like, it's not a bad thing to want to, or to like talk through those things. Don't be scared. Yeah. People aren't going to like push you away. Um, yeah. And two, the reason she felt she needed to do this was because of constant hate online. So if you're one of those people that is constantly posting online negative things, um, maybe just reconsider the things you're saying and who you're saying them to, because maybe they're a celebrity, but they're actual people. Um, and just, yeah, you can still hurt them. Like, even if you think they're never going to see it, they might see it and it might affect them. Um, so yeah, just rethink the type of things you're putting out there online. And I know most of the people listening to this, um, I would say most of our audience probably aren't those people. Um, yeah. So I'm not really talking to our audience, but if someone randomly is listening to this and you're the kind of person that likes to troll online and just say like hateful things about people, just rethink what you're saying, rethink your life, and uh, remember that you're actually talking to real people online, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it can affect them way more than you think. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say on that. Like I said, if you want to hear f- thoughts on these type of things, listen to our Jonghyun episode, especially. Um, yep. And before, actually before this happened, you guys did like a FX like retrospective because yeah, they were, they like basically like disbanded, disbanded a few weeks to a month before that officially because the other members left SM. Um, and yeah. you guys did like a kind of retrospective on your favorite songs and like your favorite memories of FX. So you can go listen to yeah. that for a more upbeat um, thoughts on what we loved about that group because they were a special yep. group. One of my all-time favorite groups. Yep. Okay, so getting into less less sad news, but also, well, I'll start, I'll just get all the negative stuff out of the way, because also this month, like, a ton of boy group members just left their groups, okay. like, which was not expected. They were all, like, yeah. unexpected. So Hual from the boys, um... He left the boys. Uh, this was because of ankle injuries and health issues. Basically, yeah. like I assume he has like bad ankles and just dancing is not mm-hmm. really a thing he's gonna be able to do ever, like yeah. as a, as a full time job. So um, that that one's like a little more on a or a little more like understandable. Mm-hmm. But then Lon from ONF um, left unexpectedly for personal reasons. This came out of nowhere. Okay. Um, they just announced, yeah. hey, he's leaving personal reasons, but they were. Yeah in the midst of comeback preparations. Like this was, I think they have a comeback in a couple weeks or, or maybe not. I'm yeah, not sure. They have to I'm redo be yeah. Basically I'm not really sure how far along they were, but like they've been, te- they were teasing like not actual teasers, but they are teasing that something was coming soon. Um, so this seems pretty unexpected. Um, and then the two big ones, and I like, I don't want to just, dismay ONF for the boys fans. I love those groups. Um, but out of nowhere, Ujin from Stray Kids. Yeah, I was surprised, really surprised for this one. 
This is also for personal reasons, and this is also very sudden, because this was actually less than a month before their comeback. They were supposed to come yeah, back we're on the and stuff now. Yeah, they were. This happened on the twenty fifth, I think, and yeah. or or no, this happened on October twenty seventh, and the comeback was supposed to be November twenty fifth. So literally less than a month to come back. Um, they had to delay the comeback two weeks, I assume, to edit the music video and reshoot. They probably re-record the whole song and everything. The um, whole album, probably. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they leave his vocals in or not. But yeah, this came out of nowhere. Um, no one expected it. There was no signs. It didn't even seem like Stray Kids. It knew it was coming. Um, it sounded that really sucks too because he's one of the. Like, main vocalist, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's their main vocalist. And, like, it sucks because it, it's got to hurt for, like, Chris because, like, he put this group together. Like, he made this yeah. group. Um, and they're, and, like, every group says this where they, like, they really talk about, like, the whole group, like, we're nine, we're never going to, like, break apart or whatever. And, like, yeah. but, like, the fact that he built this group from the start and they were together the whole time training, like, to be a group, yeah. it wasn't like the normal trainee process is uh, the, the company has tons of trainees and they select the ones that they think are fit to be in a group. This was JYP was like, here, just Chris, you can make an entire group. Like, mm. find the trainees you think would fit your style of group. You can produce, like, you, Three Racha, like, can produce tons of music, yeah. and we think you guys can make a boy group, so form one. So that, like, this came out of nowhere and was, like, really surprising. Um, And then the mm. other one, which was even more sudden, uh, yeah. was Wanho leaving Monstax. And this was oh, yeah. literally... This whole saga was crazy <laughs> yeah so i'm not gonna get into the actual like details of it because long story short there's a bunch of controversy with wano that came out yeah and he left so starships actually was backing him and was saying like we're gonna take legal action against malicious comments and stuff um but he left on his own terms because he didn't want to harm the group's image um and he didn't want this like long drawn out controversy lawsuit stuff to just drag the group through the mud so he decided yeah. to leave but this came out literally they were backstage to per, to record their comeback stage for their new song oh shit I and he was that. just they just went up at six and stuff like it was the most sudden thing ever like he was literally mm -hmm. there at the station when he decided to leave um but yeah, short story, basically there's a ton of controversy. It involves uh like an ex girlfriend, um but him borrowing money um from an ex girlfriend. This is involving that same girl that somehow has dirt on every male trainee in the K pop industry and she's just gonna yeah. bring them all down. She um, was the one in involved with Correct me if I'm wrong. Top and mm. Bi as well. Yep. Yeah. With their like drug shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So she and yeah. Apparently, she alleges that Wanho owed her. She he was dating her friend and he like stole a bunch of money. I thought it was her girlfriend. No, well, I think I think I took that as her girlfriend, like as a friend. Her I kept seeing friend. people say girlfriend. I don't know, maybe, but I don't know. Apparently he was dating <laughs> no, some girl. Crazy. He was dating some girl she knew 
and borrowed money from them and never paid it back. And then apparently he also went to juvie at some point because he smoked weed or something. I don't know. There's so many like random allegations against him that who knows what any of them are true. Um, yeah. But yeah, he basically uh, left because of that. Also, the more funny one to me that's hilarious is she alleges that um, Shonu was in a relationship with a married woman, which to me is hilarious. <laughs> like, what the hell? I don't know. There's so many, like, she just, that one, like, was just breezed over because of all the Wano stuff, but yeah. that, one's, that one's just funny to me because, like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I, I don't know how the hell everyone keeps getting, like, involved with her. I don't know. She has she somehow made so many connections to people during trainee days. It seems crazy. like she knows every male trainee out there. Well, like at first it made sense like she she was a YG trainee and like it seemed like she yeah. knew all the YG, like she knew Top and she knew BI. Wano, yeah. I don't know. Maybe she went to a different company and Wano was or maybe part of that he, company. Did he used to be at YG? I'm not sure. Cuz I wouldn't be surprised considering like <laughs> the whole concept of Monster X. Yeah. If some of them used to be a YG. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get to the fun and the good stuff. Um, so next, this is a more recent thing. Um, but Taeyong and Daesung uh, have been discharged from the military. So Ooh. what do you think is going to happen? I was going to say, what do you think is going to happen with Big Bang now? Um, I don't think we're getting a comeback, I'll be honest. No, <laughs> no I think... Do you the, think they'll stay with YG? The t- I... I I hope not, but I'm unfortunately I feel like G Dragon will definitely stay at YG. There's no way he leaves. He either gets uh, his own company under YG or he yeah. just stays there. Or he just yeah. Hell, I wouldn't like, be surprised if he just becomes CEO here if they like put him in charge. To be honest, I don't I don't YG think any so... of the Big Bang members would leave YG. I'm pretty sure they're very um like close with him. Like yeah, I, just... so GD, I 100% know, don't think he will because I don't know. Um, I don't know if you remember reading this or if you read this on Discord, but I posted YG was actually at his sister's wedding a couple weeks ago. At GD's sister's wedding. Yeah, there's there's no way he's like. If, he, if, if any of them leave, I'll be surprised. I could see. T- so Daesung is weird because he's got his own controversy stuff to deal with. Yeah, what happened? At, was someone with his. Like, he, he owned a building. Was no, no. Oh, a building. No, he owned know, a building. Was one, actually, I think. Yeah, Daesung owned a building that illegal activities were going on in, and he feigned oh. that he had knew nothing about it, but then, like, evidence came up that he did. So, like, he's he's in, in the shit that, like, Sungri, not not as bad as Sungri, but, like, similar. Um <sighs> Why is everything from YG <laughs> so, like. Because YG just bad. bred this, like. He was super corrupt, and he probably just gave them bad habits or whatever. Yeah, um, I, I feel like Taeyong is the only I one can see that's Ta- not, he's not dirty that we know of. Yeah, I, I, at this point, I have no idea. Like, I mean, GD, I, GD might not be either. Uh, I think the only, I think the only thing. I mean, GD, GD smoked weed smoke that one time. <laughs> yeah, but I don't count. I don't like, count that for it. any of them. Yeah, but no, yeah, I, who knows? But. I could see Taeyong leaving. Um, I don't know if he will. I hope he does. I hope we get another yeah. album. Um, GD, I, I, I don't think will. 
I want a GD album and I want a Tay album. Yeah. Solo. Solo or together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we might get it together if they both stay, but I don't know. I actually kind of expect Taehyung to leave. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, and then the last thing I wanted to go over were some comebacks, big comebacks that we missed. Um, yep. The biggest of them was Super M. Yep, I thought this, it was cool. This happened, like, right before we, or, like, right as we kind of went on our short hiatus, basically. Um, yeah. We almost recorded the review of them. Yeah. We had to cancel. Um, but yeah, I, for this group, well, you could go first. You go first. What do you think? I think it's a cool idea. I love super groups, like in general, like, I guess as we all know, I'm a big fan of like rock music. So like super groups are just something I think are amazing. Like, uh, I don't know, like two that I really like are Audio Slave, Temple of the Dog. Those both have Chris Cornell from Soundgarden in it with the bands from <laughs> Rage Against the Machine and Pearl Jam, respectively. Yeah, um, yeah I knew you'd say all- audio slew. Yeah, there's also, like, um, uh, Queens of Stone Age te- technically kind of is. Yeah. Um, like, Dave Grohl was a drummer at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyways, Super M is basically, like, a super group, but for K-pop. So it's got members of, like, all the different uh, SM yeah. boy groups past Super Junior. Yeah, it's Basically. got Taemin from Shiny, X, yep. uh, Kai, and... Yep, Kai from XO. And <laughs> there's of... one other member of XO. Oh, there's... oh Kai the... and Baekhyun. Baekhyun, I was going to say, who's the vocalist? Yeah, um, yeah Kai and, and then and then a bunch of NCT members. Yeah, it's got Taeyong, <laughs> Taeyong and Mark from NCT 127, and then Lucas and uh, Ten from Wavy. Yep, yep. So, I think that's it. That's pretty I hope cool. that's it. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Um, what do you think of the song itself? Uh, dropping, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Like, yeah. I didn't hate it, and I don't like listen to it all the time. But like, yeah. if I saw it live, I think it'd be really hype. Oh so, yeah, definitely. Also, I love the, uh, the like the concept for the MV. Like, it's got them like performing in a giant stadium. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're a super group. Yep. <laughs> yep. So. Um. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's weird because my expectations were simultaneously super high and super low for this. Um, yeah. Because one, obviously, it's super high because of talent. It's got 10 and Taemin, who are two of my like, top male biases. They're both insanely good at dancing. Um, yeah. But then it was so low because we got literally a month of teasers, of daily teasers. Yeah. That it just like drove my hype into the ground because it went yeah, on for so long. I was like, man, so I don't long. care anymore. Just it's like it. <laughs> we did not need a week of image teasers for every member, basically. Like, yeah. Especially not so, for this. Like, like it was good. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it was so overhyped. Um, yeah, I like the song. It's fun. It's not. It's not as insanely like it's not as high quality as I'd hoped it would be. Um, do they but, have a leader? I think Tame. I think Tayman is. I don't. I, if they do, it's Tame. Weird. But I don't actually know. Yeah. Um. But no, I thought they did really well. Like the song's fun. Um. The the idea, like you said, the idea of the group is insane. Like it's so cool. Yeah. Um. It's got all of these cool, awesome people that I love. They're all really talented. Um. 
I think I I like the album too. I kind of wish I could have seen them. Uh, apparently, Beckham's the leader. Um, oh, okay. Which yeah, makes sense. He, Beckham's actually me. older than Taman, so. Oh really? Yeah, Beckham's okay. ninety. Yeah, Beckham's ninety two and Taman's ninety three. Yeah, I always forget because Taman also like. Taman's young for really young. yeah. He he debuted really young. He was he like was, fourteen or fifteen, I think. Yeah, he was. Um. So yeah. Uh, it was cool. It's. It'd be cool to see more. I I wish we could see more with like a more, cause they like targeted the American market and like, the song wasn't like, I don't, just give me, give me a Taman song for this group. <laughs> like, I That'd just want really Taman cool. style I, music where honestly, all with if as a group. Something like that and targeted at the American market. I think that could be, <clears throat> I think that could be actually quite successful. Yeah. Also, it looks like they filmed the MV in like Dubai or something. Oh, I don't. Who knows? Because I went. think I see the well. They're in the desert, and I think I see the Burj Khalifa in the background. So yeah, it could be. And they're driving could... like supercars and stuff. Yeah, they're so. driving. They're supercar. Yeah, like I don't know. The one cool, the one like awesome thing to see was they went to like they were like on Ellen and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. They went to like I, I heard about hardcore that. So. American talk show circuit, like BTS level. Yeah. So that was cool to see. Uh, next, this one, I don't have too much to say. I just had to point it out. Um, but Brown and Girls came back, um, yep. which has not happened in a long time. And they actually, they aren't even all with the same company. Um, <clears throat> so we're starting a trend, hopefully, because also yeah, Rainbow's, so. Rainbow's coming back. <laughs> Rainbow's coming back soon. Um, <laughs> although that's a little different. Um, so yeah, they, they're, they got back together. They released an album. I think it's a full album. Um, with two singles. Brown Eyed Girls, yeah. <clears throat> I haven't listened to the album. Did you, did you have a chance to listen to it? or? I haven't listened to the album, but I did watch the music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, glad to have him back. Same. Basically, that's... The that yeah. thing for Wonder Woman was really weird, though. It had, like... I thought like, it was interesting. It was, yeah. It was, it was... They were doing, like, gender reversal. So, yeah, basically, it was, like, it was them, exactly. them in suits... With like a ton of drag queens all in like yeah. wedding dresses and it is a doing cool the choreography, video. It's, just, it's just very weird. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean it fits them though. If it's their style, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the songs were good. Um, I think I was a little, I think I had my expectations a little too high. I don't think they met it like met what I was hoping it would be. Yeah, I was expecting something like Brave New World. Like, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like exactly. I was thinking like I have they have such a good albums that like i think i set my expectations just a little too high um, yeah because it was good i didn't dislike the songs but it wasn't like top tier insanely yeah. good Dude, brave new world is like another level <laughs> <clears throat> yeah uh and then finally last thing i want to mention real quick is hyuna and Edon debuted re-debuted got their first comebacks i don't know what these are called I think what they're just called comebacks. Well, no, the, well, no, they're they're separate. They they have oh, solo songs. I see. So they just they just came back at the same time. time. Yes. Okay. Which was this? I know week. they were. I know they were appearing on like, Knowing Bros. For example, yeah, they're together. they're they're appearing together and like, That's but cool. yeah, their songs are separate, um, and they're both really good. Um, I so for me, this this is opposite of Brown Eyed Girls, where my expectations were really low, yeah. because I did not like Kiana's last two songs. Yeah. And I've never really liked Edon in Pentagon. <laughs> um <laughs> which I've gone on record in saying and I know Sam hates me for it. Um 
but both of these songs were really good. I Hyana's yeah. is cool because so a lot of people are comparing Hyana. A lot of people on our Discord at least were saying Hyana's song has a lot of vibes of Bebe. Mm. And yeah, I, hate, I, I, I did I did not like that song. But the reason I didn't like that song was I did not like the chorus. I did not like the Bebe part. Uh, it was super repetitive. Bebe. Yes, I did yeah. not like that. And this doesn't have that. And the other thing this really reminded me of is this really reminds me of a Subin song, like the really weird indie sound that Subin has. Yeah, um, I like, with, like that Circles kind of Dream and stuff. Yeah. it has like a very similar been, feel to that. I've been spamming Catch Up recently. It's really good. Have, have you listened to Hyuna Nidon's songs yet? Uh, I listened to Hyuna's. I listened to Hyuna's yet. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I like Hyuna's. I yeah. I really like the music video. She looks really good. Yep. And, I'm being able to say that for the first time in a while because <laughs> lip and hip, like, I I just don't like the overtly like sexual stuff. Yeah, it's I'm the same. Kind of gross to me. I don't know. Whereas she just looks really nice in this. I guess. Yeah, for me it doesn't feel gross. Like I just don't like it because it's such an obvious like like it's if it, it well, feels lip and hip was the one that felt kind of gross to me. I also yeah. don't like food being. <clears throat> Oh. <laughs> anywhere in music videos like, it's disgusting to me just so yeah it, me, it doesn't but, feel yeah. it doesn't feel gross for me it just feels like disingenuous like every time like in for songs like that it feels like it's there just for shock factor just to get views it's not being yeah. used as like part of the concept or like it's not because she feels empowered it's be and feel it's because they think they can get an extra hundred thousand views if her shorts are a little bit shorter or whatever um, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Lip and Hip, so I'm not really sure exactly what. But for this, no, yeah, I think I th- I thought this was a really good turnaround for her. Um, and then Edon's really surprised me because so it's funny because I always compared Edon to GD in Pentagon. It always felt like he was trying to be GD. He had it a similar voice, like that, though, like for real. Well, no, exactly. Like he, he had the similar like vocal tone. In the music videos, he always had like weird. Like he he had that like GD style. Like he always had like the weird outfits and like was just like yeah. really like in your face and like like weird. Um, and this comeback sounds like a GD solo song, which is amazing. <laughs> but like, yeah. it sounds like GD's like sentimental mid-tempo it's a sentimental also mid-tempo like, uh, song like untitled 20 yes exactly is that what it's, called? it's a sentimental mid-tempo song it's got a great sentimental rap and if you mm. listen to this podcast for a while you know that's my favorite type of boy group sound or like male mm. male artist song i love like sentimental sounding mid-tempo songs with raps and so like it i found it hilarious to me that his solo sounds like a gd song and they're my favorite types of GD songs, and I really, really liked this song. So I was very maybe, surprised by it. Maybe we'll get a, a G-Dragon Edon collab. <laughs> it's just like, it all really came, it came full circle, because I never liked Edom because he always tried to be GD in Pentagon songs, where I didn't think it fit well. And yeah. Or at least the Pentagon songs I know. I know he didn't sound like that in all of them. Yeah. But, and then... Now he's trying to. He sounds like GD, but it fits it so. He fits it so well, and yeah. the song's so good. So I was really happy with that. So that's it for me. I think that's all the major news um, that yep. I I pinged Discord. Nobody else said anything else. Um, 
that was everything I could think of. Obviously, yep. we've been gone for a while. Like I said, it's been about a month. Um, yep. Hopefully, we don't have to take any more ginormous breaks like that again. Um, but it might happen. So um, don't. Yeah, the school is so busy. <clears throat> yeah, don't don't like worry uh, about us if we don't if we miss another week. Check our Twitter every time we miss a week. I always tweet that Monday, um, mm. saying like, "Hey, there's not gonna be a daywalk cast this week or whatever." Um, yeah. So yeah, if we don't, if we, if you, if we don't put something up on Monday, check Twitter, and I'll have tweeted why. Um, but yeah, hopefully we don't have to do that again. Um, I'll try. I a lot of people said good things about uh, Jakari on um, Queendom Cast. Yes. So I want to try to get him on a lot more regularly. Um, I still gotta talk to him about that and see. I like. I I don't want to say he's gonna be on every week, but. We waited way too long to put him on in the first place. Yeah. And he's only been on Queendom Cast. He hasn't even been on True Daybot Cast. So the thing is, we were waiting for a Luna comeback. I guess that's another thing we could talk about really quick. <laughs> Love, Luna. Luna just <laughs> is dead because their company ended up owing another company like millions of dollars that came out of nowhere. Wait, North. really? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, there was like a big lawsuit thing where some company was like, we loaned you a ton of money and you never paid us back. And then you've been like doing all these things with this group and like you still owe us a ton of money. I thought it it was all that weapons money. Turns out they (laughs) borrowed from another company. So, so yeah, we've been, we were waiting for a Luna comeback, Luna the Ballad to uh, get Jakari on and that's just never happening. So we'll, uh, we'll get him on. Yep, one day. Sometime soon. I'll bring it up to him, maybe next week. Um, if not, we'll see. Yep. So yeah, that's it for us. Yep. Alright, so, words? uh, yeah. Uh, I guess thanks for listening this week, if you tuned in. Um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you like our stuff. Uh, again, sorry for the irregular uploads recently, it's just, my life's been crazy. So yep. is all of ours, I guess. But yeah, um, <clears throat> please join our Discord. Uh, we love bringing new people into the community. Um, we love talking with you and with everyone. There's a ton of interesting people with different tastes, with different garbage opinions. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, uh, join Discord. Please subscribe on YouTube. Please uh, listen to us on audio services and whatnot review us on itunes helps us get our get our our uh, ratings up ratings and get our exposure out there for itunes yep so yeah anyways thank you and goodbye yep Um, and stay uh, stan tiffany stan tiffany yep throbbingly stan tiffany (laughs) yes